You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. At the end of the day, it's just like, I don't want to be a piece of shit. You know, I do want to like, uh, I do have goals in my life. I do, you know, like I'm a very, I, I get fidgety. I, I do do a lot of things, you know, so I, I don't know. I just need things to keep me busy in order to not engage in, in vices sometimes, you know, and I feel, but that, I feel like that's an honest uh, thing about like a lot of creative people and like, you know, people that are people that are that were on tour like the, all the time you know it's like now they need to find other outlets to like keep their mind busy and and going and i think sometimes your natural reaction is to like try and shut off your brain you know for for a while because you you don't know what to do with you do with yourself um but yeah it's it's not always healthy after you know um after a while you know so Hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians to talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. I most certainly hope that you've been having an excellent week. I most certainly have been. Before we jump into today's episode, I would just like to encourage you to subscribe to the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice if you have not already. But more than that, I'd also like to encourage you to rate the podcast and write a review because when you do that, more metalheads just like yourself will be able to discover the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. I'd also like to invite you to join the party. That's right. You should sign up to the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast's mailing list and you can do that on my website, voxandhops.com. That is V-O-X-A-N-D-H-O-P-S.com. And when you do that, you shall receive one email a week containing all of the details of everything that has happened in the world of the Vox and Hops Metal podcast, including all the details for any episodes which I dropped throughout that previous week. If I have been a guest on someone else's podcast, there will also be the links for any upcoming live interview Thirsty Thursday virtual hangs, as well as the links to the Brutal Awakenings playlist, which is available both on Spotify and Apple Music and is curated by my man, Jerry Monk, the metal architect himself. Do yourself a favor sign up to the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast's mailing list. This is a party that you do not want to miss. Now, I'm very stoked to jump into today's episode, which is, of course, the live interview, which was conducted at last week's Thirsty Thursday Virtual Hang. Get ready, everyone. This is Vox and Hops episode number 240 with Charles Elliott and Eliseo Garcia of Abysmal Dawn. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today, I am with Elicio Garcia and Charles Elliott of Abysmal Dawn, and we are recording this interview at live Thirsty Thursday virtual hang with the Thirsty Thursday gang. How are you two doing? It is excellent to be back with you. Uh, we have known each other for quite some time. We first met on tour together with Cannibal Corpse and Obituary back in 2016, and uh, we've been friends since then. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you both on the podcast. It's good to catch up with you now let's start with an easy how are you guys doing tonight alicio you <laughs> <laughs> you, you always take the tough questions first 
trying to not go crazy with the whole pandemic thing, uh, but good. Tonight's good. Happy to be here. Happy to see you, Gary, and a bunch of other people, a lot of friends. So it's cool. I needed to get drunk uh, with other people for once. So that's good. I like that. So it sounds like you guys need some reprieve. Uh, funnily <laughs> enough, I feel like I, you're the last show that I saw before the pandemic, which was just about a year ago now, was actually you guys with Vader and Hideous Divinity and Vitriol uh, at Fufun Electric. And what a show that was. What a great night that was. That was actually the night that I had a chat with Alicio. And I feel like that was the last show I saw before the pandemic. You were one of the last bands out there touring. Uh, take me to that moment, being those last people out on the road when everyone else was had to pull the plug. Was there whispers even at that time when you were touring about having to potentially cancel that tour? Yeah, I remember. I think uh, Origin had just started their tour at the same time time absolutely like they just started it uh we were like towards the end and i know they were trying to stick it out and uh finish their tour we ended up actually uh i mean we did finish ours uh, i think the all the quarantine stuff happened like right after uh like a week after we got back um but yeah there was definitely whispers of it i mean i definitely made some inappropriate jokes on stage about it uh, uh i don't know um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we didn't take it that ser- seriously. I mean, I think, you know, like showing my age, obviously, with, uh, I, I, what is it? I mean, I remember, like, you know, avian flu, uh, swine flu, right? Um, been on tour during a swine, swine mm-hmm. flu epidemic. Actually, that was when uh, Garrity was there. He was there. <laughs> and, and everyone that didn't want to be on tour just said they had swine flu so they could drop off. So, um, yeah, but we wanted to finish our tour, so uh, I don't know. We didn't take it too seriously, uh, and then we started seeing, like, all the actual, like, you know, shutdowns and stuff after. Um, I think, uh, like, within the two days of us crossing the Canadian border to get back into the States, that's when Canada basically said no more Americans are allowed over. Um, It was within a few days for sure. And then we also had the Hideous Divinity guys uh, who are from Italy. So obviously they were like ahead of the pandemic a couple months. But I know I was thinking, I was like, ah, that's never going to happen over here. And lo and behold, literally like a week after we got home, everything shut down. So we went from being 15 people packed in a bus to being packed, just being stuck at home (laughs) right after we got back from tour. So And everyone got, got sick, obviously, as you always do on tour. And some people got more sick than others. I don't know if we ever actually, you know, got, got the coronavirus or anything. Uh, I remember when I got back from tour, as I usually do, my body fails. Like once I, once I get home, you know, it's like, <laughs> all right, you, you stayed healthy enough on tour. Now, now you can just give up and just lie down and, you know, uh, so I, I don't know. Um, I, but also I remember our, like our, our heat on the bus wasn't working half the time. So that was fun. Um, everything was like freezing inside there. Uh, so if we got sick, it was probably for other reasons, but yeah, it was really early. So, so it's hard to know if it was actually the virus or not at that point. Right. Whereas now you would have those symptoms and you would go get tested immediately. It would be as part of the protocol. When it's back then it was like, you got sick, you got sick, you stayed home and that was it. And that bus, that fucking bus, I have been on that bus for two tours. I know exactly the green teal bus you're talking about, and it's an absolute disaster. (laughs) 
but I've had many a good night <laughs> on that bus. <laughs> the driver liked to like to fuck with us and actually. Um, he turned up the heat on us a couple of times because we somebody was complaining that the heat wasn't working. So he literally would turn it on while we were trying to sleep. And it was just, it was the worst. That's probably what got a lot of people sick. Sweating, actually. just dying. Yeah, just yeah, just dying in the back. Oh. Yeah, fun, fun stuff like that. You know, that's that's what it's all about, right? Living the dream. Vox and Hops is all about hanging out with my metal friends and talking about their lives. Music and craft beer. What beers do you guys have on your side that we're going to be sharing virtually tonight? Uh, I mean, I have a couple that I have, but, uh, they're both from North coast brewing, uh, Scrimshaw is what I'm starting with. Probably, uh, move to a prankster later. So we'll see. Very nice. How about you, Alicio? I have a couple in the fridge that I'm saving for a little bit later. I actually went shopping yesterday, uh, a couple sours. I don't know exactly which breweries, but right now I have, uh, my friends actually started their own home brewing um, so it's it's theirs. Very cool. They were doing some extract stuff, but now this is their first replication of a of a different kind of process. It's uh, Four Buds Brewing. They just literally started, and it's a dinosaur hair something uh, recipe. It's pretty good. I love that, and, and you know, a lot of people do that to end up saving money because they drink a lot of beer and they end up becoming brewers because of that. Because of that, so so I hope that uh, that happens for them. On my side, I'm drinking a very cool beer. It's from a very young brewery, a brewery that doesn't even open yet. I, I got invited to go visit them tonight here in Montreal. Uh, they are literally on my way home from work. It's incredible. I step out of the subway, the metro, and I take this particular way home, and it's on that path. So that's that's good news for my craft beer needs. Uh, who knows what it means for other things. But uh, this is a uh, Melon Brasserie. This is brand, brand new, uh, very, very young, and this is their India Pale Lager. It's been double dry hopped. It's like a hybrid type brew, and it's been double dry hopped with uh, Motueka and Nelson Sauvain. Uh, I had some at the place. I decided to use some tonight because I'm just so excited that that uh, they decided to invite me to uh, experience this this new, new young brewery. Very exciting. Uh, I'm going to crack this. I'm going to pour this out. As I do that, I would like to hear about, since our last chat, have you become more of a craft beer enthusiast? Has being a Vox & Hops alumni made you more of a hop head? I don't know, man. Ever since I grew this beard, I just drink IPAs all day. That's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, more of an enthusiast? You should have worn your PBR. Oh, dude, I thought about it. I, I don't know if I ever told you. <laughs> <laughs> one of my one of my birthday um, celebrations, we did a, a brewery tour in San Diego, and I, I happened upon a bunch of uh, free PBR merch. So I dressed head to toe like an asshole on the tour with just uh, like PBR wristbands, socks, uh, headband or something, and like glasses and a shirt and <laughs> just the whole fucking nine and uh and I, and I, remember, I remember a tour guide saying something though like he's like oh yeah it's mr pbr yeah he he taught a lot of the brewers on our tour how to brew i'm like really this is just a fucking joke <laughs> like I, I wasn't taking this seriously at all and i remember we ran into like uh some uh tourists from like australia or something on that and uh they're sitting next to us and I, I felt I felt like kind of ashamed like I looked like the typical like American douchebag on there and I had to be like no but it's a joke sorry like you know hey but uh yeah they they didn't get it anyway 
<laughs> That's killer. How about you, Alicio? Have you have you become more of a hophead since you've been a Vox and Hops alumni? Uh, definitely like experimenting more, but I can't say like I I can't say that I know all the uh, everything that goes into brewing or anything else. I find it interesting, but I'm the kind of person that w- when I invest myself into it, like I want to dive in, and I don't have that kind of time for it. So I kind of keep it at bay. <laughs> I I used to go to like a lot of brewery uh, festivals or like festivals. I used to go to that vegan beer fest that they have in LA all the time. Um, and that was fun. Uh, I learned that beer wasn't vegan. That was interesting. Not all beer is vegan. Uh, but anyway, yes. Yeah. Fucking lactose is milk sugar dipshit. Right on. See, that's why I have you around. There's that as Garrity, our scientist. No, but you know, most, most beer is vegan, but I think, you know, like a lot of like stouts and like English ales and stuff like that have like fish oil and, other things like that. So yeah. they use a a piece of the fish bladders to to filter the beers is really what makes most beers not vegan. Mm. So most really clear beers use a piece of fish in it, which is why they're not vegan. Gotcha. Uh, let's dance into. You guys had just dropped a record, right when all this happened. You guys are on this high. The Vader tour was super killer, and then there's this lull. How have you been filling the void? of performing on stage. For myself, I'm very lucky that I have these interviews where I get to hang out with you guys and ask questions before we start. I always wonder, did I prepare enough? Am I, you know, I get that same little pre-show jitter. How, how do you guys fill that void? That's a tough one to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you some time. I'll talk about this beer that I just cracked, this melon brewing. Uh, they brewed it out of avant-garde because their brew system is still not in operation. They're waiting for their permit. Uh, it's crazy melon on the nose, this India pale lager. Um, and crisp and delicious. Cheers. Okay, how have you been filling the void? Alicia, Charles, you guys got to be up to something to keep you guys going. <laughs> You go first, Charles. Wallowing in self-pity, drinking a lot. Uh, no, I don't know. I've been doing like a lot of uh, uh, recording and mixing for bands, stuff like that. Um, uh, recorded a project for Max Cavalera and his his son Igor recently. Stoked that's coming out. With Zach. With Zach on drums. Yeah, there you go. Uh, go ahead and die. Yeah. From True Brewing, another Vox and Ops alumni right there. That's fun. Yeah. He, he showed up with some beers. <laughs> Keep me. Yeah. Of course he did. It was great. So, yeah, that was awesome. Um, but, yeah, I guess uh, mostly that, working the, the day job and, um, you know, there you go. There you have it. Besides the walling and self pity <laughs> and drinking, yeah, that, that takes up the rest of my time. Uh, how about you Alicio going from that high of like the tour releasing the record it was definitely kind of a bummer um like we worked really hard on the record and you know obviously it it becomes very difficult to actually do any kind of touring for it or that's really the last way to get out there um so that was definitely a bummer for everybody um I've been filling the void by same thing as Charles wallowing in self-pity uh, but also just focusing on work and trying to kind of build he- healthy habits as much as possible with the current reality. But that's really kind of it. <laughs> yeah, I started jogging recently. That, that's and less wallowing in self pity. I don't know. 
I guess after a while you get over it, right? I, I like that. Well, talk, talk me through that morning or the afternoon. What what went through your mind as you were lacing up your sneakers before hitting the pavement? <laughs> what 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 was that? It's like Jesus, I'm fat. Work out. <laughs> <laughs> that was basically it. No, I I don't know. Uh, yeah, man, like this whole fucking year, man, it's just cooped up and you know tra- trying to reflect and not sure what to do with your life. I mean, you you're um, you've been we've been like touring and uh you know so used to like going out there and hitting the road for a couple of years and um then you don't have that anymore especially after like taking so long to write a record and it's, it's pretty fucking devastating like to be honest and then you got to figure out what you know well like then you sit around and you're like well what do i do with my time i got all this free time you have all this energy and, and you you need to figure out how to use it constructively and but like for the first couple months of it, you're like, ah, you know, we'll whatever. We got, we got a first couple months of like fucking around and being indoors. You know, it's cool. Like drink for a while. But after a while, it's like, all right, maybe this isn't going to like change anytime <laughs> soon. And maybe these are turning into unhealthy habits. So you got to like, you know, uh, maybe be a little bit better. As I say, as we, we drink beer, obviously this, this beautiful North Coast brewing scrimshaw uh beer uh but yeah man like i don't know um tr- i think you know in the new year i've been trying to like i i took a time off drinking for a little bit to be honest um just to prove out to myself that i wasn't an alcoholic and uh now uh now i don't know things are things are better i feel like i'm in a better place and you know focused on doing constructive things and um but yeah, it's but yeah, man, it's been rough. Like I, I hope that we can get get out there on the road again and promote this record and play more than like two songs than we got to play uh, live, you know, from it. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, you will. You will for sure. It's all going to come back. But it was a scary year, you know. And and at the first, as you mentioned, you were on stage making some some jokes that you probably shouldn't have because who knew if it was actually a serious thing uh, to it becoming a very serious thing and it was a scary thing at first it's still scary now but it we, we, there was so much unknown at first which was really terrifying and then the year just kept progressing and then here we are we sort of see a light at the end of the tunnel so so i think that might be why you're you're finally focusing a bit more on the positive because you can see oh i got to come out of this better than i was before that's what i've been striving to do how do you think about that Sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, at the, end, at the end of the day, it's just like, I don't want to be a piece of shit. You know, I do want to like, uh, I do have goals in my life. I do, you know, like I'm a very, I, I get fidgety. I, I do do a lot of things, you know? So, um, like, I, I don't know. I just need things to keep me busy in order to not engage in, in vices sometimes, you know, and I feel, but I feel like that's an honest, uh, thing about like a lot of creative people and like, you know, people that are people that are, that were on tour like all the time, you know, it's like now they need to find other outlets to like keep their mind busy and, and going. And I think sometimes your natural reaction is to like try and shut off your brain, you know? for for a while because you you don't know what to do with you do with yourself um but yeah it's it's not always healthy after you know 
um, after a while, you know, so. Definitely had moments of questioning like mortality and, you know, how time is. This year felt really trippy in the sense that it's flying by, but at the same time, it's like it's you're standing still. Uh, so it was uh, definitely caused a lot of depression for me. But at some point, I got sick of that. <laughs> and it's just about forcing yourself to get up and keep going a little bit. So, yeah. Excellent. You guys have to work together to keep each other positive and, and keep, keep moving forward together. Find, find some goals. I, I I'll just bench I just bench press Alicia every once in a while like you know. <laughs> see now that's a video that everyone wants to see and and you know staying in contact with your fans is something that is important throughout the pandemic. As I know your publicist is watching now, so I'm sure she's interested in this question. Is is how have you guys stayed in contact with your fans throughout the pandemic, and, and what are your goals in the future to ke- keep staying in touch with them? Alicia just slides into all their DMs and asks them <laughs> creepy questions. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, fuck, man. That's a hard, hard one because we've had a hard time with that because, uh, you know, we get caught up in other things and I'm a busy person. Alicia is a busy person. Um, our main outlet for promoting the band has always been touring. Uh, we're, we're not like as big on the the social media aspect and, uh, stuff like that. I mean, um, and to be honest, we get kind of, I don't know, like overwhelmed, overwhelmed and sort of disgusted with ourselves if that we would have to like do certain things, you know, we get tired of it. I mean, like I, I like, I, I have no problem with doing interviews and, um, certain things that like this is awesome you know we love you and like it, just the hangout and and all that um but you know we just we're not like one of those the those bands that love fucking selling themselves online all day you know um it's just hard for us uh it just kills kind of the the joy of it and that's that's part of the what's been a little bit depressing about this is because you know we don't want to do those types of things um, and it, and it's, we're like, man, maybe we should, maybe we, maybe we should be more active online or whatever, but then it starts feeling like a job and, and we feel like a bunch of fucking doofuses, like, I don't know. Not just, not just that it feels like a job, but it does that line of like, when do you not feel genuine anymore? Right. Like where it's just seeking attention. It's just, it's a little hard. <laughs> to uh to cross that um and i think that's what we struggle with to be honest with you um so we definitely try to find ways to stay engaged uh like charles did the slay at home fest where he played with dirk and steve giorgio did did the tune cover i did it with uh with uh frank and and zach actually um and uh we're just trying to find creative ways that still feels genuine to us um that but that's also difficult because it's not difficult but it's just there's some there's so much content out there so it's the challenge of being genuine but also making sure that it's impactful and that's where it's a a little hard absolutely absolutely Uh, you mentioned that you only got to play two tracks from the new record on that vader tour what are some tracks from that record that you wish you could play and bring to the fans honestly all of them we worked so hard on that record that um, 
all of them were meant to be played live, you know. Uh, we're also just a little sick of playing old stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but but we, we, we definitely all of them. Um, if I had to pick personally, probably like Soul Sick Nation and um, that's definitely one. And um, I don't know. What, 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 if you had to pick one, Charles, what do you think? Mundane existence would probably be fun. Um, Path of t- uh, the Totalitarian. I mean, I liked all the songs released as singles, basically. Um, it was a killer album. It is a killer album. And uh, you guys will get time to tour it, uh, especially if you want to go to Texas right now. So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about the states that are opening up. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Our publicist is here. Is this a trap? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting myself in trouble recently, but uh, <laughs> I am curious of what, when, when exactly do you think touring will come back? What, what is your opinion on that? I asked Gary to the same question when I had him on. Uh, I think you might start, you're probably going to start seeing some shows pop up left and right, like towards the summer, I think, um, whether it's like Europe or the U.S., but I think a full tour that is realistic, probably not until next year, to be honest with you. Because uh, there's a lot of other questions you got to consider, like what venues are still in business after all this? And how are the tours actually going to be you know, managed with the drives and everything else? Like what's really realistic? What bus companies are still going to be around? Like it's an entire industry that was impacted. So it's not as simple as just turning the lights back on. I, at least I don't think so. Um, yeah, like I'll, I mean, think of all the promoters that went tits up during this this whole thing you know uh the venues everyone that wasn't bought up by live nation you know what i mean um that just are not around anymore um so i mean i I suppose there'll be people to fill the gap um but uh i mean a lot of bands are all gonna want to tour at the same time um Mm -hmm. there's gonna be less venues uh maybe new promoters are like pop up they're not the most reputable yet you know they don't have those those uh relationships built um they'll book the show because you know they seemingly had the money to do it uh but i i don't know man it's but it is looking like i i'm i'm hoping next year uh i guess we'll just have to see you'll likely see some festivals at some point you know um I see people talking about uh, PsychoFest. I'm really curious if that's going to happen. I hope it does, but who knows? Absolutely. It's, it's, it's a strange time. I think being prudent is, is the way to approach. I've been very vocal about it on the podcast before that I would just wait until everything is safe and uh, we can move forward at that point and we can find other ways to connect. I, I'm interested uh, in asking Charles about the label approach. Uh, how is the label, I don't know how much you're allowed to talk about this, um, changed since the pandemic? Uh, well, as the the corporate video uh, instructional video that I watched said, I am not a representative of or legal representative of the label and I cannot talk about these subjects. I don't know, man. What, what, what do you want to know? How's the, how have things changed? I'll, I'll just, I'll just tell you everything. What, what do you want? I, I'm wondering if, if how much has it changed uh, running a label when you can't bands can't tour it to promote the records. Has it changed that much for the, the record industry? Uh, there's a larger focus on digital. Absolutely. And, you know, there's a, I, I don't remember the percentage. I mean, it might've been, uh, the, but digital has gone up 
a, a crazy amount of streaming that is uh, since the pandemic. Uh, vinyl sales have gone up like a hundred percent, but but plants have slowed down and, and you know have problems with uh, you know uh, their own problems with the pandemic too. So sometimes plants close down or yeah, there's a lot of problems there too. So it's hard to meet the demand of vinyl right now. Very interesting. Uh, one last question for me, and then I'm going to throw you over to the Thirsty Thursday gang. Uh, we also have James, the drummer of Abysmal that just walked into the room. Uh, feel free to say hi to him as well. How you doing, James? Chilling. Uh, I, I've never done this full shit, so I don't even know if I'm being heard right now. Am I? You're doing good. You're doing good. Okay, cool. I've never been on Zoom. Uh, I'm chilling. Yeah, just set up. Woke up late from a good old bong nap. So... Um, Realize that uh, Toronto time's a little bit different than 4:20 over here, but you know. <laughs> oh, it's good to see you. You have not changed. I love it. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. I don't think I. I know I didn't ask this to Charles. I'm not sure if I asked Alicia this question. Uh, it happens to everyone every now and then, uh, but maybe a lot during the pandemic for Charles because he said he overindulged a bit. But but what what is your hangover cures? Greasy food. You, but yeah, hair of the dog can be good. Uh, but also, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, greasy food, I guess. Uh, like Gatorade or, you know, the Pedialyte thing does okay. Um, trying to think. I feel like I had other alternatives. But... Uh, they're looting me right now. I drank too much. <laughs> Not right now, over the years, though, yeah. Hey, what's up, Fox and Hopsheads? I just want to take a little moment about Cryptopsy's upcoming tours. That's right, I'm talking about the Scream of Perseverance tour and our headliner dates that coincide with that tour called As Summer Burns. The Scream of Perseverance tour is kicking off at the end of May and runs all the way until the end of June. We are supporting the mighty death to all. We are going all over the United States and we are hitting some of Canada. So excited to be honoring the legendary music of death alongside amazing musicians that performed on these albums. Even more stoked to be doing some headliner dates in some cities that I've actually never played in. If you are planning to come to any of these shows, you should definitely grab your tickets by going to voxandhops.com slash summer and you will be able to grab all of your tickets there. That's voxandhops.com slash summer. Do it, people. Come hang out with me. Enjoy life, metal, and craft beer in your hometown. Come to a show. We're going to have a great time. Now, enough about all of that. Let's get back to the episode. Perfect. Let, I'm so stoked I had the chance to throw some questions at you. I'm sorry if they were tough and heavy, but... Uh, it was the way I was feeling it tonight. Uh, <laughs> raise your digital hands if you would like to ask a question to Elicio, Charles, or James, and uh, I will allow you to do that. We got Garrity with his hand up first. Go for it, Garrity. Play the fucking dissection cover. Uh, that would have been great. Could have fucking ripped that shit. That shit ruled. Also, Charles, sweet fucking mustache. Digging it. <laughs> 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 Up next, we have Philip Dervites. 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 Hello. How are you guys? How you doing, oh, man? How you doing? 
What's up, man? So my going? question, which is not really my question, is because Evan, the after-party king of Vox and Ops, is not here. I will proxy his question for him, so he will thank me later. <laughs> so if your band could have a mascot, what would it be and what would be his name? <laughs> You are free to, uh, to think about it, so think about it. <laughs> I have to give this one to Charles. Charles will. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. No, because then I'm going to say something that's going to get me canceled or something. But let's, let's do something else. Pick, so, pick someone else. Alicia, you're a minority. Say something. Well, you, you're, you're safe. I'm trying to think of, like, what are, what are the mascots that are, like, really, really miserable? <laughs> 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 Yeah, I mean, a bit abysmal, and it kind of goes with the personality a little bit, and kind of works. But I don't know what I don't know what mascots the, are like. The cat, abysmal cat. Yeah, yeah, the, that, the uh, whiskey, a, right? angry, angry cat. Yeah. Ah, oh, dude, whiskey. I miss that cat. Yeah, Charles, yeah, yeah Charles' cat whiskey is probably would be the the great mascot. Let, let, let's do a shirt for your cat, a shirt of abysmal down, and you just bring him on the door. <laughs> something that could be fun <laughs> i don't know what what the the what is it the shirt minimums are for that one but i i, def, I definitely would buy one so you know that's good you, you could do it you can do an easy 96 for sure yeah nice <laughs> not full color though. Not full no color. no no <laughs> yeah yeah well he was gray and white so you know works out up next we have jorge hi guys thanks james thanks uh, charles and eliseo for being here with us really appreciate it man, oh, man. Uh, the question is uh, so far think of uh, your most uh, memorable gig which one has been could be the worst the best the most fun something weird happened i don't know tell us about your most memorable gig so far so we had a tour that was in South America, and if everybody does not doesn't know, I guess th those don't always happen. So, well, actually, Charles, you go ahead. You tell the story. You're probably better at it. <laughs> so, you know, being the Nazi in my band that I am, apparently, um, I was trying to get everyone to do get their their work visas and all that stuff in order, uh, so we could play Brazil, right, and get get their passports, get. Uh, what do you call it? Your inoculations, your, your, your shots, whatever, before you, you go to Brazil and all that stuff. So, um, we, we do the online thing and I, I think I tried to do it for everyone, uh, just to make it easy. Uh, cause Brazil, you get your worst work visas or your travel visas or whatever through them, um, online. Uh, so I think I did it for the whole band and for whatever reason, my, mine wasn't approved. Uh, but everyone else's was approved and I couldn't, I didn't know why. Uh, and they have a really shitty like system visa system, like online, like they don't tell you like what, why it's taking long or why it's rejected or whatever. Um, but uh, we had a friend in, uh, that does, uh, you know, um, work visas and, and stuff like that for bands. And I think she was looking at, uh, my passport, and saw that my passport was expiring that year. And she's like, oh, well, maybe that's it. You know, maybe, or maybe it was like a few months, like after um, we're going to be in Brazil. Uh, so I think it was uh, the day before. No, no, no. Yeah. Was it the day before? Yeah. The day before I ended up 
I went to the federal building to expedite a new passport. And like maybe like as I was like walking away or from the building or something, I got the email showing that my passport, my work visa was approved under my old passport. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, fuck. So I booked, uh, 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 what is it? Uh, an appointment at the Brazilian consulate, uh, to expedite my, um, my visa for Brazil. And, um, yeah, so I don't know, uh, but you know, I need to print out shit. My printer wasn't working. And then, uh, I ended up fucking like going somewhere to get it printed and then, you know, and then I think the appointment was for the day of our flight. The appointment at the consulate was the morning of our flight. So then like, and then someone wanted to go out drinking. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's fucking drink. And then we just drank all night and then <laughs> I woke up early that morning and, uh, went to the Brazilian consulate and, um, which was which is in the Larry Flint building, by the way. It seems fitting some somehow. Uh, so we're in the Brazilian con- consulate. I get my uh, my passport approved for like ten years, and uh, but then uh, and then like this is hours before my flight. Basically, I get approved and I make it make it to my place, and everyone leaves from the airport from my place. Um, and then we meet like Fred Armisen. As we're standing in line uh, to check in for our flight, uh, or checking all our gear, and I think you know he's standing next to us, and he saw that we had we had like the huge guitar boat. Um, you know, we like to travel with one of those so we can lose all our guitars in one at one time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so we had that, and he he was looking at us, and I I think I was looking at him, and I he started talking to me, and I was like, "What the fuck, Fred Armisen's talking to me?" All right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I knew who he was. And then everyone else, uh, <laughs> sorry, what it, Vito was like all fucking like, no way. Like he's just like, didn't believe it or something. And he took a p- picture with us. And then we uh, ended up exchanging like contact information or something. We said, cause he asked where we were playing. And I think we showed him the flyer and he's like, he was all down. And we're like, dude, he's not down. He doesn't care. Right. <laughs> he's just telling us he's, he likes this type of shit. And then, but we emailed him later and we're like, ah, let's just do it. Let's see if he shows up. And he totally did. <laughs> he showed, he up. showed up. He was on the side of the stage the whole time. Dude. It was, it was cool. Um, it was rad. And then it was just like a, the, the fans over there in South America in general. So that, that's overall, it's just, it's ridiculous. They're, they're insane. It was, uh, yeah, that's probably the, that whole trip, everything. That's, that's why it was so memorable. Now, now here's me being a marketing my mind going why haven't you hit him up to get him to do something virtually with a video for you guys uh, that that goes back to our uh being genuine and not being genuine yeah, yeah exactly oh but he's a fan so it is genuine <laughs> yeah I, I don't know oh you want to hit him up for us you should be our manager matt I'm like fuck you suck <laughs> well, i take at least 66.666 percent <laughs> Is that a lot? Uh. <laughs> up next, we have Jerry with a G. Yo, yo, what up, everybody? A uh, couple questions. I have a lot more, but I'm just going to cut it to two. Uh, one is for Matt. You had sober February. What's the first beer you had as soon as March 1st hit at 12 a.m.? And second one, uh, Blake's on here. Huge Pig Destroyer fan. For those of you already on here know that. Um, you guys planning on doing Psycho still? 
Uh, for myself, I was actually booked on March 1st to do a an event, a live uh, roundtable discussion for Le Mondial de la Bière, which is the World Beer Fest, which happens both in, in which happens in three places in Montreal, in Brazil, and in Paris. And we had five beers to drink on Monday night, which was March 1st, to taste on, on March 1st. And the first beer I drank was uh, Boreal's Colche de la Riviere was the first one that I had after. Uh, Blake, do you want to answer that question if you're allowed to answer that question? You'd have to unmute yourself, Blake. <laughs> so, uh, thank you for the shout-out. Uh, the plan is, yes, uh, we've been trying for years to get on Psycho Vegas, but uh, like someone mentioned in the chat, you know, most of the anchor bands are from overseas, so I really don't know. They have been sort of asking us to promote it, but very minimally, so you know, it's kind of hit or miss uh, whether it's going to happen. But we are planning on it as of yet. I'm getting my first vaccine on Sunday. The rest of the band is starting to fall in line with that, too. So we're going to start practicing uh, old material and new material. So can I ask my uh, abysmal dumb question? Go for it. Yeah. So is it true that your original band name was Abysmal Yawn? You can mute me. <laughs> you can do that, man. You have that power? All right, cool. Now, <laughs> yes. I I prefer, was it Abysmal Dong? Abysmal Dong? Abysmal Fawn. Fawn? Abysmal Prawn? Prawn, yeah. Like the shrimp. <laughs> uh, what else? Abysmal Yawn? Abysmal Blonde? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that supposed to be our, our beer? Uh, uh uh, uh, dude, abysmal blonde. Dude, that's a good name for a beer. Abysmal blonde. <laughs> there you go. Up next, we have uh, Kate. Go for it. Okay, so first and foremost, I feel like it might be a little too late to say this, but like, don't worry, you you guys really can't embarrass us any more than some of the other bands on this label. So just like say what you want. <laughs> um, but also, you know, I just really. Kind of, I feel like some people here are being polite about Charles' facial hair. Charles, what happened? What happened? <laughs> you know, it was one of those things where I was like, dude, I mean, we went hiking like what, last last weekend, Alicia? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, I didn't have this last week, right? No, I was really amazed. I was like, uh, you, right? See, well, I'll, I'll, I'll let I'll let Kate say. See, it. this <laughs> is what this is what happens. Puberty hits. I'm just letting you know, Alicia. Oh, so anyway. okay. That's um, what it looks like. No, I don't know. I just, I just figured, you know, fuck it. It was one of those like quarantine things I would do, uh, grow it out and and see what happens. Yeah, probably not going to keep it, but right on. I don't know. I haven't had like a beard goatee since like you know fucking high school or something which always has anybody asked you for a mustache ride <laughs> not not recently no Mm-mm. well i'm just gonna let you know right now that if this band is going to deliver photos and you have that going on then everyone in the band needs to have that i would appreciate if we all got on board with yeah right because i think like fuck i think at one time everyone had a fucking goatee like i did right Police. I remember. I can't. I can't grow facial hair. So okay. No, I don't think so. So though it, it was. Oh, we're the same, Alicia. Yes. I like that. <laughs> so I guess it was a Scott and Andy area. Incapable. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, up next we have uh, Yale. But as a preface, I uh, want to talk about a beer 
from his neighborhood. Uh, this is Cinquième Baron, uh, one of Quebec's best young breweries. They they started less than a year ago, or just about a year ago. They got top three new brewery. Am I correct there on ratebeer.com, Yanai? Yeah, top three new brewery in the world. I know, it's insane. And and they're killing, this is their Amethyst. Am I saying that right? Yep, Amethyst. And it's killer. This is a New England IPA, 7%. Uh, super hazy, super juicy, super well-balanced. Some mango, some tropical. Nose going on, just killer. Uh, go for it, Yanai, and uh, feel free to give a little pitch uh, for Metal Minded in your house at the same time that will go into oh, the episode. That feels good to have that shout out. But uh, first off... Uh, uh, awesome to see you guys from Invisible Dawn. Like uh, Matt was saying, I'm from Metal Minded, and uh, we've been doing reviews and podcasts for a year, and you guys were actually one of our first reviews, so pretty cool to talk to you guys. Uh, we have Metal Minded in your house coming at the end of the month. We have our first official live stream out of Quebec pretty much only. We only have one band out of Quebec on the whole lineup, so that's going to be pretty fun. And I feel like my question is not going to be funny like everyone else's. So I feel out of place here asking a legitimate uh, good question. But I mean, <clears throat> um, I, I like to ask my guests on my podcast this question because I feel it's very appropriate for 2020, 2021. But how do you feel a band keeps being uh, in the spotlight? Like, how do you keep a band important during these really hard times? Like, how do you feel a band pushes through all of this crap to be like, yeah, we can still be successful, right? I think that's a problem that we're still trying to figure out <laughs> ourselves. Um, it, it kind of uh, relates to the question that was asked earlier about how, how do we still connect with our fans? Um, uh, obviously, I think social media is a big part of that. Uh, probably bigger than what a lot of other bands are doing when it comes to like live shows. I, I don't know, or, or like uh, online shows. I, I don't really know how people feel about that, but um, I think I think it's it's a little bit of a combination of both. Um, I don't know, Charles. I, I mean, define important and <laughs> successful. I guess you know. I, uh, I would say I would use the word maybe even relevant. Like a band stays in the spotlight while being like, you know, even if it's a small band, I mean, what, what, what is a good band in 2020, 2021? Releasing lots of content. I was going to say the same shit you liked before. It's still a good band. Um, but I mean, as far as, I don't know what's constantly in the spotlight and promoted. I, I don't know. I can tell you, I mean, I know, It, like it just goes back to what we were saying before is, is, is how uh, comfortable you are with doing the things that are seemingly required of you uh, in this new age of, you know, not playing shows and just needing to like create content all the time. Um, and that, sorry, I was just, I was going to say that just me personally, I, I mean, I have a day job. I don't want, Um, I don't want to be a fucking content creator on the side. I want to make music that I'm proud of and enjoy. And uh, I don't know. It's I, I get that that's part of the game and we still do a certain amount of it as long as we're, I guess, comfortable and feel like we're not selling our souls like doing it, you know? 
Yeah, like uh, what I mean is like uh, I don't mean that every band has to do it or to stay relevant or whatnot. But have you guys maybe even thought of hiring someone to just take care of that entire part for you guys if you don't like it? We've we discussed it, but it's also it's like who do I don't know. We've just never. But what, would it be genuine to your voice? Yeah, that's that's another thing. You know, we talk about all right. So maybe we get someone to do our social media for us. You know, um, but then like, we still want to approve it, make sure. You know, it, it's reflecting the band properly or, or whatever. Um, but, yeah. Up next, we have Emily Harris. Hello, Alicio and Charles. Long time no see. Um, it's great to see you guys. Uh, my question is, what has the pandemic taught you, um, good or bad? Like, what have you learned um, in the past year about yourself, about the band, about life, etc.? Uh, I don't know. I I think I'd learned that I always need something to keep me busy to keep me, I guess, happy and moving forward, you know? Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I've I've tried to like, you know, improve myself and not, you know, because boredom's a fucking killer right now, you know, I, you know, and you can get stuck in that rut of just, not knowing what to do with yourself or being stressed out because you want to do all these things at once, I guess. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I feel like I've learned to deal with that better and, uh, in a more healthy way. And, um, yeah, I've just been really busy this whole time, I guess, or especially recently. Um, Alicia, I've learned to slow down a little bit and um, kind of appreciate the stuff that I usually take for granted, whether that's like family or friends. Um, definitely like what I mentioned to Matt earlier, like it's it's that and I think it, a lot of people experience this, right? It's that feeling of time moving by very, very quickly, but also standing still, like forcing you to really ask some tough questions. Um just learning to make time for yourself, make time for the people that you really care about and not be so focused on, not be so focused on stuff that's just mindless, just busy work or just stuff that doesn't really matter or just things that, you know, if things bug you, taking the time to figure out why they bug you and kind of like moving on. Um, That's, that's kind of what I've, what I've learned. Uh, my other question briefly is if you could tour safely right now, what bands would you want to tour with? <laughs> Cryptopsy, obviously. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of bands. Uh, I don't know. Alicio. We've been talking about for a long time. Like I know we've been wanting to with uh Surreption. That would be like really sick. Is there a band out there that you haven't played with that is on the list that you want to play with before they def- they're gone? Carcass for sure. Carcass, I yeah. Testament. Meshuga. Uh, <laughs> Meshuga. Um, yeah. No, no, Gojira. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we're if we're shooting for the stars here, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm still recording. Uh, up, we have two more questions, and then I will stop recording, and then and then we will dance into just Thursday Thursday. Up next, we have the metal architect himself, Jerry Monk. All right, my question is: 
You have all the money you need, all the food you need. You're stranded on a desert island. What album do you take with you? It's weird because the albums that I would probably say, I could probably play in my head like note for note over and over again without having them. Um, I don't know. King Diamond Them or something. I'd have to go with something that like... uh one of the first ones, you know, that like really made a mark. Um, probably Heartwork from Carcass. One last question from the youngest person here, the coolest metalhead that I know. Hollis, holler at us. It's really not a question. It's a statement. Okay. Listen Go here. for it, bud. Have you all seen Eastbound and Down? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is it just me or does Garrity really fucking remind me of Kenny Powers? Garrity is King Powers. Yeah, exactly. I just, I keep, I've been thinking this the whole time. I just fucking fired, bro. <laughs> You're fucking out. I'm sorry. I just had to make this known. Pretty sure, pretty sure they based that character off of him. Oh, yep. They got it from him. I think he's a little more, more intelligent than Kenny Powers. I don't think he's going to be talking about, uh, what, I don't know astronomy and shit or what do you what do you like again what are you into what kind of weird shit are you into Me, fucking space and physics the- like like physics physics and feet shit or something what is it Shizer porn i don't remember yeah i'm, I'm into a lot of weird shit but we're, he's recording again so we can't talk about it <laughs> 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 on that note on that note thank you all so so much for being with me tonight um, this has been the end of the live portion of this interview. We are going to keep hanging out uh, without me recording. Uh, everybody, uh, unmute yourselves. Make some noise for the excellent members of Abysmal Dawn, Elicio, <laughs> Charles, and uh, I have everyone here. James, please, please make some noise for, for the members of Abysmal Dawn right now, everyone. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Celebrate. All right, so wait. Now, now that you're not recording, I can I'm I can tell you the story Hold of on. how fucking Charles now. <laughs> Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. I love Charles and Eliseo. I'm super glad that I had the chance to do this with them. I love the Thirsty Thursday virtual hang gang. If you have not come to a Thirsty Thursday hang yet, uh, this is me asking you right now. Join us next month. It is always a blast. This group is filled with wonderful humans. They are some of the nicest people that I've ever met, and I am so, so glad that I had the chance to meet them all thanks to this pandemic. Honestly, the Thirsty Thursday gang is the best thing that has come out of this pandemic for me. I can't wait for next month. If you enjoyed this Vox and Hops episode, you should most definitely subscribe to the podcast on the podcast platform of your choice. But more than that, you should take the time to rate it and write a review because when you do that, more people just like yourself will be able to discover the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast. You should also sign up to the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast's mailing list. You can do that on my website, which is voxandhops.com. That is V-O-X-A-N-D-H-O-P-S.com. And when you do that, you shall receive one email a week containing all the details for everything that has happened in the world of the Vox and Hops Metal podcast throughout that past week. Do yourself a favor, sign up to the Vox and Hops Metal podcast mailing list. This is a party that you do not want to miss.
The Vox and Hops Metal Podcast is brought to you by Sound Talent Media. I have one more episode coming at you tomorrow, but until then, remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out every Monday.